Okay. And I am too. All right. So, what's today's date? It's the 12th? March 12th. March 12th, 2017. The inaugural uh, podcast. We don't even have a name for this thing yet, do we? Let's not get ahead of ourselves. Come on. (laughs) Well, you know, if you want to get people to actually listen to it, you have to bring them in with something. What? And, And, yeah, most people don't just go reading books with blank covers on it. It's the title or the picture that grabs them into reading it that whole judge a book by the cover thing it's bull bull, bullshit everyone judges the book by the cover (laughs) if it was just Uh, a white piece of paper on the front of a book and then there was words on the inside nobody would ever pick it up to read it all right so let's let's start by just banding about some names okay how about um naked co-ed podcast Naked Coed podcast. Disclaimer: This has nothing to do with Naked Coed. <laughs> um, that that might that might work. <laughs> Depends. We on, might get the wrong, except we might get the wrong sort of I, audience. People looking get, for. Yeah, we get the wrong audience, and we wouldn't keep them. <laughs> Which is really? the um. All right. Not, 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 hold on a second though. But who masturbates to an audio audio porn though? That, <laughs> you remember that eight. Remember that eight track that you showed me a while back? It, it was like the hottest thing. It was like, ooh, audio porn. But the hottest thing about it was like the image on the cover on the actual box of the eight track. I tell you what, next time you watch porn, just close your eyes and keep the volume on loud and, and tell me what happens. See what you do. Which uh, it's quite the opposite because usually I watch porn with the sound off. So. so I can't imagine the, just listening to porn. Why do I feel so sorry for blind people, man? No. Now wait. Do you want the sound off, or do you have to have the sound off? There is a difference. Uh. <laughs> you have well, to have I'm the sound so, off. I'm so paranoid. Even if like, like my wife is out of town or something, like I'm oh. worried that like the neighbors are going to hear me listening to porn. Hell no! Yeah. yeah, let let them think, man. I, I man, I'm plugging that into the stereo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going the full Bose effect if the house is empty. Are you doing like 5.1 surround? What are you Absolutely, doing? man. Dolby Digital all the way. I mean, come on. Let let the neighbors think something fun's happening in the house. God Jeez. knows it rarely does happen. So. <laughs> oh, by the way, I forgot. I guess I, it, it, it's good that I remember it like halfway through instead of the end. Though. Apparently, when you're later on when we're merging the recordings, we have to know how to sync them up. Okay. So we're supposed to we're supposed to both go three, two, one. Now I don't know if it's gonna be off because like there's a delay because of the cell phone or something, but let's we should both go like three, two, one. You know, go. Okay. So you want to start Wait. that now? Wait. Yes. So are we gonna count three, two, one, and then count three, two, one, and go, or are we just gonna uh, three, two, one? Well, then, well, then we have to keep doing three, two, one. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. So we're okay, not gonna ready? do a three, two, one to the three, two, one. Okay, gotcha. All right. Okay, now this is the whole lethal weapon conversation. Yes. Are we going on? Are we going three, two, one, go? Or three, two? <laughs> <laughs> are we going on one? Or are we going on go? Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm too old for this shit. <laughs> and I guess that leaves me being uh, uh, Mel Gibson. I'm not going to say anything anti-Semitic because I don't want to cost us listeners. So. I mean, I can't be Mel Gibson because you know because <laughs> you are Jewish. <laughs> Exactly. Wait, but, but but then that could just be you know self deferential humor. You can go ahead and do that. I'm I'm not uh, allowed. So. <laughs> all right. Uh, so all right. On, three. On three, 
Hold on. Oh, three, Jesus. Three, two, one, go. Okay. Three. Uh, wait, wait, I wasn't ready. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and the okay. one listener and that just we picked up has now dropped off. Congratulations. <laughs> now, you're, you're not confused. You don't think this is a radio program. We don't have any listeners yet. We don't even have an audience well, yet. I'm assuming we're going to post this at some point. And now, I can guarantee... I can like, guarantee there's going to be one listener because I have to listen to this later to put the stuff back together. So I guarantee there will be one listener. Okay, and then, and then okay. There'll, be, there'll be a second when I listen to it to see how it sounds. Maybe but, our moms, I don't know. Uh, no, my mom doesn't even know how to use her phone. Much less. <laughs> <laughs> That's not okay, so put her in the car next time. You, next time we're doing it, get her in the car, drive her with her in the car. Oh, that would be so cool. That, that we could have an audience. <laughs> like you could do st- speakerphone, and I mean, like, like the studio audience is like in the passenger seat. Well, we'll we'll start working in like sounds and stuff like that. We'll make it more of a morning zoo atmosphere as we get a little bit better with this. But oh, I fucking hate the morning zoos. <laughs> so let me, since we're talking about cars, by the way, you didn't do three, two, one yet. So let's do it real quick. Ready? We three. haven't even introduced ourselves yet. Nobody even knows who we are. We haven't given our names. What we're doing? We're, we're just two schmucks who are in their forties and having a conversation. Doesn't matter. Yeah, well, Doesn't you know, matter. That's, that's the first reference to even our age. They don't know what you know. Why? married have children no, they know nothing about us they have no okay, okay. To, but to let's do the three listen. two one let's do the three two one okay before we do anything okay three, three two one, one and you went go. really slow jesus what the- christ we can't even get the three two one right what are you counting like this mitch is- mcconnell <laughs> try again count like a normal human being let me do, do me a favor demonstrate give me a demonstration of the three two one Three, two, one, go. That was too. See, that was too slow. I would think it would be three, two, one, go. Well, you were going three. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about we do? Let's get a little cadence, like uh, watching the the Full Metal Jack or something. Like left, 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 right, left. Three, 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 two, one. Everybody, three. Three, <laughs> three, three, three two, two one. one. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Did we get it? <laughs> no, we're doing it right now. For real, ready? Okay. Three, three two, two, one. Two. Wait, we didn't do it at the same time. <laughs> Jackass. <laughs> I'm going to say, I'm going to go, I'm going to say, let's just do it from ten, okay? That way okay. we can sync up by ten. Okay. Ten, ten nine, nine, eight, eight seven. seven. Six, six, five, four, three, two, one. There's definitely a delay because I think when you're hearing me say it, you're saying it, and then it's coming back to me. I think there's definitely a delay between the two. Okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't think it's possible for us but, to do this in sync. But how, how, how can I be in sync with you unless I say it when you say it or when I hear you? <laughs> I can't, I can't sync my voice to your voice if I don't hear your voice. Right, but once you hear the so, first time, so, if so we're doing saying, a regular time, so saying, we can't. Anti- what? So like how I does a how does a guitarist and a drummer play in time? Because the guitarist they sort of anticipate the beat. They're not just listening to the beat, but like even a guitarist himself is on the beat, and the drummer can get off and get back on the beat by listening to the guitarist. But we haven't even established the beat. <laughs> 
Well, that's the thing is that you have to intrinsically sort of listen to the person who is said, "Let's go." This is, okay, let's just do this. Go one, one. Two. Just just try to do it. Just try to do it at the same time. Forget the number. Just say, okay. "Just go one, one, two, one." Three, no, no, don't change the number. Oh. Just say thought, say. Oh, we're not changing it. We're just trying to. We're just practicing being in time. The number doesn't matter. Say 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 say. Go. Say, just say, we'll, we'll, say, say, go. 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 Now see how now we're anticipating when the other person's saying. We're not just hearing and responding, but you're anticipating. And then we we lined up we were in time. Did you did you see how that worked out? I just feel like this is a disaster coming out of the gate. <laughs> Oh man! But wildly yeah, entertaining. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if I if I got discouraged because I felt like something was a disaster, well, I'd be a single guy forever. <laughs> and I'm, I was referring to my dating life, not my married life. That that. Oh yeah, sure you weren't. Don't worry, she's yes. not going to listen to it. <laughs> Neither of our our wives will listen to this. They don't like us enough. <laughs> yeah. I mean, a disaster at the gate. I mean. Oh, man. Okay, now, why, why don't we do some introductions? Why don't you at least kind of tell people your name, like a little no, bit about no, no, no. you? No, I, I, guess this is, I guess this is a good time to say that I want to be completely anonymous. I want this to be like an anonymous podcast, like, kind of like the guys from Kiss who they wore the face paint because they were afraid they were going to lose their jobs as teachers. I don't know, but is that an urban legend? Is that actually true? <laughs> I thought they just did it for the theatrical effect because they were really good at merchandising. I think that came later, but I thought that the whole makeup was because they were trying to like separate their, their like their their no, professional. I, I I think you saw you really saw a move to theatric theatrical performances and rock and roll in the seventies. Oh yeah, I mean with David Bowie and David Alice Cooper and all that Alice stuff. Cooper, I mean, yeah, I mean, but supposedly they started that way to for the like or like you know like Daft Punk. Those guys wear masks. They they absolutely want to stay anonymous in I, their private lives. We, you know? should, we should not be comparing ourselves to Daft Punk or Kiss or... or I mean, anything. if I had to compare myself, I would be a little bit closer to Kiss than Daft Punk. You know, Stanley <laughs> Eisen and, and Chaim Witt. <laughs> also known as Gene Simmons. Gotcha. Yes, yes. Daft Punk, you know. But uh, I'm happy with, like, uh, just a general background. Like, I'm Ted. And I'm Darren. And, uh, and we're... And we're both uh, in their in our forties. We're you know a couple months apart. We, you know, we went to high school together, and yep. uh, we're from Miami. That's we're from Miami. Yes, yes. We're we're scattered about now. Um, some of us a little bit further than others, but yes, we are scattered about. Um, we're both both married men. Uh, we both are, are kids. 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 Yes, we have kids. daughters. That's... Daughter, daughter, yeah. daughter. Yeah. Slash... Mine's not plural yet, but you know. My, yeah, plural da- daughters for me, one for you. Uh, both Collectively, we have yeah, daughters. You know. Yes. Uh, started very, very late in the game with, with that. You know, so we're men in our How 40s old were you? with toddlers. How old were you? Well, Elizabeth was born when I was 40. I was 40 when Elizabeth was born. And, uh, uh, I guess I was 43. Let's see. No, technically it's 40. I was 42. Well, that was yeah. I was 42 when Aaron was born. So. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I, um, Wait, let me do the math. That's that's it right there. Oh, that's all right. What else? What else? What else? Uh, your daughter's Enough birthday is coming up here soon, correct? Yes. 
Oh no, it was a couple weeks ago actually. Oh, was it? Did I miss it already? That's just nah, March. Okay. No, no, she is March, but like the beginning of March. We're not oh, going to say exactly. Okay. I, I don't want her identity it. stolen. Yeah, no, that's that's fine. I thought I thought it was like middle or, or late March. Oh, no, at least I had March. the month. Hey, give me credit. Hey, where where are my daughter's birth months? The months. I want. Okay, so I want to say June and May. You are correct. You are correct. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So uh, we, we we are such good friends. We know that our daughters that are each other's birth months. Now dates. We've narrowed no, it. But, we've narrowed it. Yeah, yeah. Now. Yeah. I mean, I dude, I'm lucky to remember my own daughter's birthday. So. Uh, <laughs> no pressure there. No, no pressure. No pressure. So, but um. So yeah, this is our our attempt at a at a podcast. Uh, see how this goes. Um, I'm not sure exactly. We haven't narrowed down a name. Uh, that's a name. I maybe the name is work in progress because that's. What I think I think we should as a joke we should. I, you're saying that we have to have a name, but I think like on our last show we should give it the name. Okay. We should okay. really leave everybody in suspense and then finally now the, the set well the confusing thing is is that we might not know when it's our last show because it could be that one of us dropped or both of us dropped dead or it might just fade away like we do a show and the time goes by like oh we haven't done you know so like that's the only promise that we might not know when our last show is but man names yeah um Work in progress. I, 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 working title. Work in progress. These are the things that I'm. I'm. No, uh, are you sure right this now. isn't a? Are you sure this is not taken? And again, should we have a name that? Should we have a name that reflects? What the hell we're talking? I don't know even what the hell we're talking about. Not, you know what? I here's here's the name because I had this question asked to me today, and it's another question with that unanswered because it's 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 remained uh, hidden all these years, and people just kind of accept it as hidden these days so i think the name of our podcast should be yoda's race or yoda's species because my daughter asked me what is yoda what what species is yoda and the answer is uh, none has ever been given that that's a great question but the only problem is that we're gonna the audio that that totally doesn't indicate a comedy podcast it's like it seems like it's super star wars and so we're gonna get a bunch of people star wars people tuning in and it's going to be, you know, maybe a small, small hey, portion about Star Wars. Just like five like, minutes ago, you wanted a bunch of masturbating men tuning in. I think we're taking a positive <laughs> step forward by moving well. into Star Wars. Small, a small step. Being a Star Wars fan myself, a very small step forward. But nonetheless, it is progress. <laughs> so, I say we move from naked co-eds to Yoda species. And we'll go from okay, I'll there. tell you what, I'll tell you what. That will be the placeholder until we come up with something better. I'll give you that. What if I'll we have a different that. title every every episode? <laughs> that would be good, except for like you said, if we have to post it online somewhere, it's going to be really. There's no way we're going to build a following if they're like, okay, I'm looking for like Yoda's race. Oh, it's gone. You know. You know, if if we want to keep people confused, we could kind of do it like in the tradition of Bewitch that switched Darren's, you know, mid you know mid mid series from from uh, Dick Dick uh, York to Dick Sargent. We could call our podcast Switching Dicks. <laughs> Again, you you might be back to the wrong people tuning in. Uh, hey, you 
you know what? An audience is an audience. And this is 21st century. We do not discriminate. <laughs> that, that reminds me of an old joke uh, by the late, great uh, Taylor Negron, who I remember one of his jokes was how they switched dicks. And he's like, you'd never switch dicks halfway through. <laughs> But uh, uh, I, I did, I do remember that joke. I inadvertently ripped Taylor <laughs> Negron off. I apologize. <laughs> but you know he doesn't because he's dead now. Best known as the bad guy in Last Boy Scout, <laughs> and the postman in Better Off Dead. Nope, nope. He's the delivery guy in Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Ah, oh, there you go. But he was also the postman the pe- of Better Off. He that. was the I know, but he to me he was the pizza delivery guy at yeah. Fast Times at Ridgemont High. To me, he was still the bad guy in Last Boy Scout because it was so different for him, and it was like his meatiest role. Since we're talking swapping dicks, it was his meatiest role. Wow. Now I see. I think I I remember more from that awful movie, uh, Nothing But Trouble. He was oh one my of God. the. He was one of the like the. People who escaped and nothing but trouble, I think. I think so. We'll have to IMDb him at some point. But right now, it looks like our podcast is to be called Shitty 80s Movies. <laughs> That's where this no, seems I, to be going. Technically, Nothing But Trouble was a shitty 90s movie. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Was that, was that early 90s? I, I yeah, it was. I think it was like 94 or something like that. God, how do we... Yeah. Are you one of those people that says My Sharona is technically 1979? You're one of those people, aren't you? No, I'm one of the people that says, turn that fucking song off. Hate my Sharona. <laughs> no, yeah, but it's usually... You know what? You're right. She's your Sharona. No problem, buddy. You can keep <laughs> But we, we do recognize that my Sharona is, is usually thought of as, as the first big pop hit that kind of ushered in that new 80s sound. Do we really, then? Uh, collectively speaking, as a... Collectively speaking, as a social contract, uh, we do. Are we talking about we're talking about the knack, right? Yeah, I got, I got nothing. I got, I, I, no, yeah. my Sharona was. I don't like, was that the knack? Yes. Yeah, that was the knack. Yes, that was the knack. I'm more partial to the fix, the knack. If you if you recall the fix, that was uh, okay. Um, now they, was it one thing leads to another? But the one I really like buying is probably you've never heard. It's called Red Skies Tonight. That's a really good one. Yeah, I've heard that one. I like that one. Uh 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 uh. uh. Exactly. Yes. It's like I'm doing the podcast with the guy from. Yes, guy. Uh, he was. He was. He was right there. He was like right yeah. wow. here. So, I, I do not lie. I cannot sing. It will not stop me. But I cannot. God, I'm trying to think. Um. So all this. So let's see, a name that's a work in progress. A little bit. Very little bit about us. Do we even have uh, a theme? Do we even have a direction? No, why constrain ourselves? Other oh, okay. than, other than like, what's on your mind? Now, see, okay, this is what I, this is the only thing that I really want to accomplish is that, you know, the conversation can go wherever the hell we go, but I usually bring some things to the table, like, you know, things happened to me in the past week or two, whatever, and things I noticed, and it's like, and I, I, it's like, hey, I want to share these stories or two, whatever, you know. Right. That's the only thing is I just want, I always bring stuff, and it, it's never. It's not usually like, oh, did you see it in the news today? It's not that kind of, It's like stuff that happened to me, and I just want to share. But beyond that, we can just let the conversation go wherever the hell it goes. As long as like I can get my, I can just you know, you know, get my two cents in. And then if you have the same thing, if you want to talk about something, it could be something that happened to you, oh. or like something in the news that really bugged you. 
But as long as we give each other the opportunity to say, hey, look, I, I just, I want to, sh- you know, I want to share this. Other than that, who, who cares, you know? And so just a cornucopia of hodgepodge. Can you yeah. have a cornucopia so I mean, of hodgepodge? Um, well, what is the actual definition of a cornucopia? What's that definition of hodgepodge? Does anybody Hod- under the age of of, of 90 use that word anymore use that term am i the last person in america do i have to like search through my pockets for butterscotch candy at this point because i've used the term hodgepodge i tell you what, next time i visit the, the mother-in-law at the uh the assisted living facility i will stand in the halls and i will yell at the top of my lungs no i'll go to the cafeteria and i'll yell at the top of my lungs this is nothing but a cornea cornucopia of hodgepodge and i will see what kind of reaction i get This is a cornucopia of hot <laughs> And then somebody will probably yell, you're goddamn right it is. <laughs> you see, I asked, yeah, been, my, so my mother-in-law It's been that way since the Kaiser died. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Did, were the roles named after him? Or is that just an urban legend? <laughs> you know, I found, like, I don't know. <laughs> So many things that we believe to be true are been muddled over the years that it's, you know, and these days, uh, the misinformation that comes out these days, just everything is, I, I doubt everything. I doubt the veracity of everything. I, I can't. Well, I mean, there's, between Wikipedia and Snopes, I mean, I mean, I mean I'm sure we could look it up. It's, you know, it's probably, you know, there, the Kaiser... The Kaiser I, is just a term. It's some sort of military term, so it's not necessarily right. Kaiser Wilhelm. No, I doubt it was like, Kaiser Wilhelm. It's probably a, you know a generalized term for bread that was served in the German army or something like that. The Kaiser Wilhelm. Yeah. yeah, I'm sure that's probably what it is. You know, I don't think there is a. I mean, things have names for a reason. I mean, it was named after the Earl of Kaiser. Okay. Uh, question. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know if they had earls in. <laughs> um, well, let's see. We're talking I'm, about what medieval England versus. I'm, 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 I'm this... thinking. Oh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking of the sandwich. I apologize. Okay, <laughs> yes, just to clarify. Here. I, I apologize. The, the, Earth, it was the, it was the Kaiser. The yes, it was the Kaiser. <laughs> what was that TV show? I my name is Kaiser. It was I'm confused. No, no, no. It was Kaiser Sosa. Kaiser rolls were named after Kaiser Sosa. Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Even though it's spelled rolls completely differently. But Ooh. if you spend any time on the internet, spelling no longer matters at all. <laughs> at all. There was, there was, uh, there was something on Yahoo or whatever one of the sites about like the top five. It was about somebody's gathering data based upon people using Microsoft Word or I can't remember what it was, but like the top five like most misused things and I and my, my thought was oh it's going to be it versus it is and it like it was five things that like I had, I had never given a clue it was like I was using all five these wrong it's like weird really obscure shit and I can't even remember them it's like oh my god so google that this is all I give homework to her so our listeners if you're uh, to our listener your homework is to to google the the top five most misused like spellings or contractions or it was like it was 
for I'm me, really trying to remember. For me, the one I see all the time that is driving me nuts right now, I mean, there's there's a ton of them, but the one that's sticking out in my brain recently is somewhere along the way, American students have lost the differential between losing and loosing. Loose, yeah. I constantly, constantly see two O's when they're referring to the word losing. They type out two O's. They are but losing I mean, their let's, mind. Let's not, let's not sound like old people and, and think that there weren't stupid people, you know. The stupid people were invented in, in 2003, you know. No, no, I'm not. But see, here's the thing. It's, it's, I don't want to just sit there and call people stupid. That that accomplishes. I do. I, I am I am very happy to <laughs> call people stupid. I have no problem with it. But but you don't you don't you don't implement change by insulting the people you try to change. But Darren, I'm not trying to implement change. I'm just trying to feel better about myself. <laughs> <laughs> and what better way to feel better about myself than to tear down other people? I I, I would hope to raise social conscious i guess a little bit more than you uh, oh raising that's you know what that sounds like a lot of raising the social conscious that sounds like way too much work it's 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 tough and and, and, and let me let me tell you something that I, you know what's really easy you know what's really easy is being a bully that's really easy oh spend 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 half a second online i, I it amazes me god by the way but by, by before we get off talking i just thought of one it was like let's versus let's like let's versus let apostrophe s. Apparently, there's some difference between that that I have no idea. Well, one of them is let us oh, contraction. Yeah, yeah, let us. But what is the other one? Uh, let's. let's. He like allows. Like he yeah, allows. Yeah, he allows. He allows. Okay, I guess that was an easy one. Yeah, let's. He lets. He lets it happen. You, you know, that's not used very often, but yes, that would be. Correct. If I have to remember my college grammar courses. Hmm. So what were we going to say before I, I interrupted? I'm I'm very torn these these days on on not how I feel about things. I know how I feel about things, and not even what I think about things. I, I I'm I'm kind of torn on how to react to things. We are getting. And, and yes, I, I do hope to, to veer into politics during these podcasts. I don't want to make it necessarily an overarching theme of everything we do, but it's it's very difficult to not touch on it, you know, in today's climate. And uh, I feel... My only, my only request is that if we start talking about politics is that we completely change the way we talk and we say, well, now... I disagree. I, you know, we need to completely change our speech pattern to identify what topic we're talking about. Like, we're going to talk about something zany, or <laughs> we're going to talk about. And now for a very special episode of Yoda's race. No, I, Ma, I mom, I, I don't. I what's don't, a pew? I what's don't an wanna, abortion, mom? I don't want to change my speech pattern per se. That shows shows I'm definitely eighty. <laughs> But I, I do want to give these, these, these thoughts a little bit more of a, of, a, of a heavier feel because it feels so much heavier for me. At least these days, it, 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 it is really wearing, wearing me down somewhat. 
just the constant deluge of crap that's coming over the airwaves, over the, over the, uh, the television, over the internet, of the ridiculousness that's going on in Washington, D.C., and, and nah, man, I'm tuning out. I, I can't deal with that anymore. I'm tuning out. I'm, I read the news headlines a hundred times a day, but, you know, I, I'm just not taking it too much to heart because it's it's just so, so out of whack. I'm just, and I got too much other stuff, too many other things interested in, like this and, like, you know, the, the things that I want to do creatively, whether no, it's I, and, and, music and, or comedy or podcast, whatever. So it's like, I, I just, you know, I don't have time for that nonsense anymore. You know, I, under, I, mean, no, I, I wore red. Listen to me. I wore red on Friday, <laughs> and no, and I was thinking about it. Like my entire life, my entire world is 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 women. I have okay. Let me let me just uh, summarize here. But I have a wife and a daughter, and our cat is a girl. And I have one sibling, a sister. She has three daughters. Yeah. No. My wife has nothing but two sisters. You know, obviously I have a mom. So. My, my 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 life is dominated by email. Oh, hey, you know? I'm, I'm right with you. I'm 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 with you on that. But but here's the here's the problem, and 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 this is where it, where it lies for me. It is very very easy for me to want to tune this out because it's a constant deluge. It's constant ridiculousness that's coming over the air, and sometimes it's an exaggerated ridiculousness. I think maybe anti-Trump people and maybe the media need to pick their fights a little bit better and a little bit wiser. But the problem is it feels to me like this is the administration where you cannot tune out. Like this is this is this just feels different in every way. This is different in every way. This is like nothing I've ever experienced in, in my lifetime as far as politics goes, as far as what happens in the seat of power in this country and i i can't i can't think back to a time i you know there, nothing in my lifetime i dare say there's probably not a lot of people that can that could compare what's going on today to something that they've experienced but what are you going to do i mean are you other than like voting what are you going to do are you going to go and protest i mean so you're going to pay attention and you're going to have conversations with your coworkers and you know like your 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 surrounding immediately surrounding people but like what are you gonna actually are you gonna do anything about it are you gonna go march are you gonna go i mean well that's that's exactly what we're talking about here what what to do besides the problem is it's starting to beat me down and, and beating beating you down and checking out is the thing that will will, will empower this administration to continue to do whatever the fuck they want to do and it's going to hurt a lot of people. Now, it's not going to be us, probably, because we're white males. Man. So, more likely, I mean, although there has been a big rise in anti-Semitism uh, the last couple months, um, a lot of phony phone calls and things like that. So, I think you've got more concern than I do, but yeah, I'm not worried I, about. It. I'm as waspy as they come. So yeah, dude, but. It's not. This is not Hitler. I mean, even Trump himself is denouncing that, and his his daughter is a Jew, and every single senator 
it was like a hundred to one. They passed some sort of resolution of course, condemning. Of so course, but I'm not. I'm not worried about it's, that. It's but, we're but, not. It's not us this time. It's the. It's the brown. It's when. No. In, when in doubt, go for the brown people. It's. But it, here's the problem. It's not necessarily what this administration is going to do. I don't think. The, I don't think Trump and Bannon are going to round up the Jews. I don't. I. I, I haven't believed that. And yes. I think if you're Mexican or Muslim. You're much more at risk right now than, than, than Jewish Mexican people. Mexican Muslim. But it's it's not so much Yeah, Mexican Muslims. It's not so much by the way, what's coming by from the way, Washington. insensitive bastard, it's pronounced Muslim. Muslim. See, this is the type of stuff that loses people. This <laughs> This is how we get into that deluge that I'm talking about where it feels overburdened and you gotta pick your fights better. So <laughs> Um, well, because they're pronouncing it wrong. Is, I'm just saying. If, I thought you wanted. I thought you wanted to raise a social whatever the fuck you said. If, if, if there's if there's a if there's a way that I should be saying it that it, that is correct and I need to be corrected, I'll make an endeavor to, to correct myself. Dude, but remember, if you pronounce your name, if your name is Darren and people everybody refer to you as Doreen, would you? I've say, had, uh, no, it's, it's Darren. <laughs> uh, honestly, I've had people with accents call me Darren and Darren, and I never. No, I'm not talking them. about people. I'm not talking about people with accents. I'm talking about just some person mispronouncing your name. I have an, like, We all have accents, dude. We all have accents. <laughs> my accent. Come well, again? Yeah, my accent is a foreign accent to somebody in the Middle East, which is predominantly I'm not, I'm not, Muslim. So. <laughs> no, I'm talking. No, no, no. I'm talking about like, like Americans also pronounce like correct pronunciation is Muslim. I mean, it's it's a it's it's an Arabic word. I'm I'm guessing that the actual word is an Arabic word. That's the English version of it, right? Uh, I haven't really gotten much into the etymology of, of, of the word. I and I think we're kind of see this is the type of thing I'm talking about. We're getting sidetracked into okay. something that what what matters is intent. What matters is things that are really going to affect people's lives and the intent to do well or to do ill and worrying about whether or not you know I pronounce the word the way everybody in America does or the way it's really intended to be pronounced whether or not I use the correct gender pronoun when I'm referring to someone who's transsexual I think a lot of that that anger is is losing the intent. If I call Caitlyn Jenner a he, do I intend to hurt Caitlyn Jenner, or am I just slow to kind of understanding how transsexualism works and how transsexual people are? It's something mm. that's kind of new to the social conscious. Now, if I'm if I know a transsexual person and I use the wrong gender pronoun and they correct me, but I insist on continuing to use the wrong one, then my intent is obviously to cause them some type of harm emotionally, and that makes it, to me, unacceptable and wrong. But if somebody slips up and says, Caitlyn Jenner's a he, I don't, you know, I don't think that's something we should be bringing out the torches and pitchforks for. I think intent means a lot, and I think there's a lot to scream about these days. There's a lot to be worried about. There's a lot to be angry about. And there's a lot to focus on. And if we keep jumping at every shadow, 
we lose the focus on the stuff that's really going to affect a lot of people. What's uh, so that I mean, then what's what's a big what's the big picture thing you want to focus on? Then? I want to focus on not only how to deal with the constant avalanche of crap that's coming at me every day. I want to figure out how. Now, to- oh, wait, hold on a second. Are you talking about your your job? <laughs> because. <laughs> No, that, that I can do in my sleep. That, that's, that's, that's muscle memory at this point, buddy. <laughs> I'm a wastewater treatment plant operator, for those who don't get that joke. Um, I, you know, so when politicians say they're turd miners, I'm actually a turd miner. So, <laughs> oh, man. so if I do run for president, I don't have to say my father or my grandfather was a turd miner. I can say I was one. So therefore, it makes yeah, me more authentic your grandfather and more was a, Your grandfather was a goat ball licker. Oh, okay, okay. But, your father was a Pennsylvania turd miner. <laughs> but guess what? I'm a second generation turd miner, my friend. So you don't oh, get much more authentic than that. So, That's awesome. So, uh, oh, no, but... but Col- I remember when Colbert used to be funny. Yeah, this, so here, here's, here's the thing, okay? There's a lot of stuff coming from Washington right now, and... It is. It's already causing fatigue. It's. It's to you. You've even just admitted you, you're fatigued by it. And and part of the problem with the fatigue is not just that Washington is sending us a bunch of ridiculous things over and over again, and just constant barrage of lies and misinformation and, 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 and untruths and quote unquote alternative facts. But it's also don't think we're necessarily picking our fights as wisely as we could. Um, is Ben Carson referring to slaves as immigrants wrong? Absolutely. Is it stupid? Absolutely. But is it something that we should all be focusing on as a major problem coming from Do, Washington? I, I know right what now? you're saying. You're saying that like we're wasting time arguing if, exactly. if somebody makes a social faux pas as opposed to like, oh, they just passed a bill that's going to whatever fill in the blank you know well, ban all the people from these six countries from coming here yeah. or you know we're gonna be, you know something that's tangible we're gonna build a wall we're gonna you know basically all the appointments to all the like if you look at the uh, was it the head of the epa says he wasn't wasn't really convinced that man is causing all the climate change yeah you know? uh, th- things like that and, and and the sad thing is is most most people don't even realize the things that happen that affect them directly, and 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 they they either don't know how to find it, they don't listen to it, or they don't understand it. The first thing that Trump did when he took office, just hours after he was sworn in, is there was a a, a, a an order or there was a um a a, a, a chance for for Obama to cut the interest rate by half of a percentage point on what they charge for FHA first-time uh, home buyers. Uh, it, was, it was a very, very small cut in the interest rate, but it would save the average first-time home buyer of a $200,000 home, which is very average, by the way, as far as price goes, especially in Florida. Finding something under $200,000 is, is near impossible. But it would, it would save the average first-time home buyer $500 a year. That's real money for a lot, a lot of people. And the reason that they were going to cut this this interest rate by half a percentage point 
is that they have to keep a certain amount of reserves after 2008. You know, there was regulations put in place to have a certain amount of money in reserve for emergencies in case there was another right, collapse. Right, right. You had to have enough uh, liquid uh, assets available to cover right. your losses. Yeah, and, and, yeah. and they needed to have it at, I think, I don't want to get too much into the numbers, but they needed to have like a 2% of the total loan or something like that. And they had it like 2.3%. So they were they were past their, their benchmark, not by a lot, but enough to where the Obama administration said, let's go ahead and and, and, and pass some of you know, the savings to, to, to some of the home buyers. Well, Trump got rid of that rule. That The first thing he did, which was, was supposed to take place in February, is he said, no, we're not going to cut that, that, that rate. I mean, you're talking about the whole, uh, for every regulation we add, we're going to cut two. No, this had nothing, this had nothing to do with that. That, that this, this was a, a, a rule, or this wasn't a rule, but this was a, a plan that was going to take, take effect. It had not taken effect yet. It was a proposed uh, to take effect, and he just canceled the proposal. There was nothing he had to do. He didn't have to sign an executive order. They just basically had to put a kibosh on what was going to happen. So it was not in place. But, you know, one has to ask themselves, if you're the average uh, if you're the average Trump voter that is probably going to buy a, a home, it could be a first-time home buyer. It was also for low-income buyers as well, people with bad credit, which after 2008, there are a ton of Americans with bad credit. So it was giving these people a chance to save some money on that interest rate. And that's a real effect that Trump had on real Americans in his first few hours of his presidency. And I guarantee you, 99% of people don't even know this. This isn't, you know, it's not something that's being covered up. It's not something that was done in secret. It's just very boring to most people because you're Are talking... Are you saying that Trump doesn't actually care about the little guy? He just cares about... Absolutely. Uh, well, yeah, no, absolutely. He just cares about profiting off his really rich people. Yes, and yes. Getting rid of regulation, getting rid of environmental regulation, getting rid of financial regulation. Yes. Uh, you know... Making money for himself the, and his friends, yes. Appointing the... What, the, the CEO of Hardee's to become the head of the... Commerce Department or the Labor Department? The Labor Department. He was going to be, he was going to be okay. head of the Labor Department. Oh, uh, you know, Rick Perry in charge of the Energy Department. Well, Mr. Well, Oops in, in charge of the Energy Department. Well, Pudser, who was, the guy that was going to be the guy that uh, was um, in charge of labor, uh, he withdrew his nomination. He withdrew his his, his name for consideration. He yes, he did. Um, this this was a few weeks ago, a couple weeks ago. See, things so happen so much we don't even hear stuff. He with Andy, His name was Andy Pudzer. He's a CEO of, of Hardee's. He withdrew his name from consideration even before his confirmation hearing because it looks like he was going to have his domestic abuse charges that his ex-wife filed against him kind of dragged out into the daylight. And uh, oh, wow. it, it was it was it was getting very toxic for him. Actually, believe it or not, the, the person that he kept to replace him is, and I'm, I'm blanking on the man's name, but he's going to be the first Latino member of Trump's Trump's uh, cabinet. He's from FIU. He's a professor over here at Florida International University, and he's been tapped to to replace Putzer as the Secretary of Labor. Um, I'm blanking on his name now, but uh, um, I, he's a better choice, I think, just because you can't get too much more awful than a wife-beating fast food CEO who doesn't believe in a minimum wage when you're dealing with labor, but <laughs> you know, 
this is the Trump administration. We consider we can we continue to set new standards uh, for low bars every day. So, but that's All right, let's, let's. How do we get? How do you get people out of their bubbles? How do you get people to pay attention to what's more important? And how do you continue to have dialogue with people that you've probably lost respect with? And that, that's one of the things that's been weighing on me recently is well, I, again, for, for to me, to me, my thing is all about like, what can you do as as an individual short of marching the streets. No, there's more you can do. Well, you can vote, but I think also your dollar, you can vote with your dollar. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Like, uh, like the was it the the, the big thing? Uh, and I'm trying to get my history correct, but basically the thing had a real big effect. Was the was it the Birmingham um, bus boycott? Right. So like basically that's in order to uh, desegregate the buses. So the fact that every you know black person in Birmingham were, was boycotting the bus system, right. and that and they and it was hard, and they you know they never eyes in to walk, and it sucked. But at the end, that's what won. That's what got the the bus system desegregated was the fact that they all, you know, everybody boycotted. Exactly. No. And it was it was the economic pressure. That's that's a big part of it. You know, it's like it was like they wanted them, people in the back of the bus, but not off the bus because they needed <laughs> their money. You know. And of course, that's a that's a big part of it. But the the problem is. You know, and they have websites for that. Um, you know, I, I cannot remember the name. It's it's got wallet in the title, but there's a there's supposedly a website where you can you can vote your wallet. It might be the name of it. I don't quote me on that, but where you can find out which companies uh, Trump has dealings with, and you can boycott them. But the the problem there is then you you get a a a, a slam back of sorts from the other side. Uh, where they all of a sudden want to buy Trump products to to vote their conscience. You know, and they just said, I just saw the report, Ivanka Trump's sales went up tremendously this past yeah. month. It, 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 in, it did coincide with Kellyanne Conway going on the air and, and actually promoting and, 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 and advertising her product uh, while working in public office. There was actual looks like the number show there was an actual surge in sales that day um again i don't want to talk too much about that because i almost feel that that might be one of the distractions as unseemly as and as potentially illegal as that should be i don't know how much of a effect that has on on the day-to-day life and and where that falls into the the spectrum of sale of really awful hair pieces has skyrocketed like thousands of percent <laughs> since he's you know entered the race for presidency oh i i you know you don't need i people are wasting their money just grab something dead on the side of the road and put it on your head and you get the same <laughs> i mean why oh, spend man. money when when it's all around you for free <laughs> so <laughs> but um i i don't know the roadkill i tend to find is like the other day i saw a couple days ago i saw like a dead deer in the middle of the road and then the day later i saw like what was left of the, the top part of the deer on the side of the road. I'm like, 
I don't know. Is there a lot of roadkill that's usable as a hairpiece? <laughs> um, foxes. I think foxes work well, uh, but there's not a lot of them. Yeah, there's gonna be some pre- there's gonna be some cleaning and prep work. It's like you can't think, just go to the side of the road. I think raccoons. Yeah, I, I mean, think raccoons gotta... work well. Possums, no, but I think raccoons. Raccoons and foxes, I think, are your best bet. So. Okay. Yeah. But but let's. I I got a, I have a question for you because. Because okay. we, we come from the same place, but we're kind of in different worlds. You're in a, in a much more college-educated professional occupation. I'm in a definition of a blue-collar job. Um, it's a government job, which makes my next statement, you know, to me even funnier. But it's still blue-collar. And the funny thing is, is I know, work, and like, well, actually like, a lot of Trump voters, a lot of people who voted for Trump. I know these people. I talk to them. I work next to them. I, you know, they're they're do you friends have, of mine. Do you have conversations with them? I have. Conversations. Are they open-minded? Can you like you you know? I, as a rule, I do not want to have a political conversation with somebody at a bar that I don't know. You know, no, but I, like, I, like I, somebody I, who I know and I'm friendly with, I'll have a conversation with. You know, but not like even an acquaintance. I don't want to have a political conversation right, no. with. You know. No, I I have talked to, to many of them. Most most of them are are uh, easy to talk to about this. I have not changed any minds, unfortunately. Um, but I'm I'm always I've always kept who they are before I knew they were voting for Trump in my mind. So I always keep it very respectful. I never insult them. I will insult Trump, but I do not insult them. Um, I do try to get the idea of why they're doing what they're doing um i i don't i still don't quite understand it um it comes down to me there's there's two types of trump voters at least in my personal experience one is i'm republican i've always been republican and so the r next to the name is is um is all that matters yeah and then there's the other one that is I don't really know what I want I just know that this system seems broken it seems broken for so long I don't really trust Hillary Clinton I think she's part of that broken system and at least this guy is something completely different and that difference that shock to the system is all this country needs for it to be back on track why it's off track unfortunately that is not happening no of course not (laughs) unfortunately yeah. And and the sad thing is I don't think you could you, they could even explain to you what is broken with this country, why they think it's broken, what's broken about it and how they could fix it and how they Donald Trump would fix it. But I think it's just that 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 general we have to shake things up. You know, it's like the marriage that's on the rocks, so let's have a kid. Let let's shake yeah. things. No, seriously. You you see that all the time. People are in a rut. They're in a funk. They're, they they don't know how to fix it. They don't want to roll up the sleeves and do the hard work to fix the problem. So well, they, they know that more of the just, same is not going to cut exactly, it. Exactly. But more of the same is not going to cut it. So let's do something radical. Let's introduce the wild card into the equation that's going to save the marriage. And I think Trump is our near-divorce baby. Is America's near-divorce baby. And... 
I don't know how long it's going to take people to find out that having this kid was not going to solve the problem. <laughs> well, that, mean, that means the divorce is coming soon. So what does that mean? Another civil war? <laughs> I, I, you know you what? Know, now California, not California, except that California wants to secede. Um, there's a lot of, remember Texas wanted to succeed under, under Obama as well. So don't, I don't take too much. There was even talk at one point of South Florida succeeding from the rest of Florida. I mean, you hear that stuff, blah, 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 all the time from politicians. It doesn't mean a lot to me. Um, it's just people acting out because they're frustrated. Well, except that, except that South Florida is going to secede from the rest of Florida because when the water level rises, <laughs> it's going to disappear under the ocean. This is true. This is true. And so if you want to call that seceding from Florida, you know, it's funny. It's, by all means. It's, it's something that this administration and a lot of Republicans don't believe in. It's something that they always talk about not being true. But whenever I see money involved in, in, in future projects, it's always taken into account. We're going through another plant expansion at my wastewater plant. Uh, there's going to be some new construction. And all the construction is going to be at an elevated level. They're building it in anticipation to rising water. Yeah. Now, yeah. what the funny thing is, is we're going to have new buildings that are going to be surviving the, 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 the sea level rise. But the surrounding community that we service is all going to be underwater, so what good does it do? <laughs> but hey, small little quibbles. Um, but yeah, so so the question that I'm, I'm kind of coming around to here is, how do you keep the lines of dialogue open with people you may have lost respect for? Now, I said I still like these people. I still love some of these people, and, I, and that is not untrue. I still consider them friends, co-workers, etc. But I have lost a little respect that they clearly could not see the con. They could not see the con from the get-go. And they're still, you know, two months in not seeing the con. And I don't know how to get through them. I don't even know if I, at this point, want to continue to try to get through them. I'm torn right I now. The, the deluge on me is not just what's coming from Washington. I'm torn with, do we try to work to make it, make us come together again, or do we just go our separate ways? Do we actually realize that this divorce baby is, <laughs> that is Trump, is, is an indication that this country is divorced? For all intents and purposes, this, there is no middle ground anymore. I mean, it swings back and forth. I mean, I guess it's just a matter of no, like, it, it, there's like, it there's to. that. Well, no, because like when Obama won twice, it was like you have the D's that are always D's and the R's that are always R's, and you have the middle, the people that are undecided, they swing back and forth, and then it's like okay, then the D's win for a couple of years, and the R's win for a couple of years, you know. But the problem is the D's are more in, more entrenched. There, well, let's put it this way. The R's started more entrenched. The R's have been getting entrenched for years. The R's have been getting entrenched since the 90s. And they're getting Talking about more... because of, like, uh, gerrymandering and... Uh... Well, I'm not talking... Yeah. Look, gerrymandering is something that both parties use. Uh, the Republicans use okay. it more prevalently... Pre with more prevalence than, than the Democrats do. But if you take uh, a look at some of the stuff that happened... Disenfranchising their you know, people yes. to stay in power. But I mean, I'm not talking... My, my favorite... I'm not talking yeah. about dirty political tricks. I'm talking about the rhetoric that has seeped into the constituents so much that if a politician 
even thinks about compromising on something, he gets primary. I'm talking about the effect that Rush Limbaugh and Fox News and, and, and early early leaders of this 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 far right movement like Newt Gingrich has had on on our politics and how it's made it impossible for there to be a political middle ground anymore. You have to basically win majorities in a party to get anything done. And there, there is no compromise. There is no bipartisanship. And it, I mean, I, it, it's, I, I mean, I, I know how to fix it. It's, have you ever seen Independence Day? <laughs> you want an alien invasion or you want a... Uh... But basically, an alien invasion would be like, okay, it's not so bad. I mean, I remember Independence Day. You had like the the Jews and the Arabs. Like, come on, let's let's go beat the aliens. Well, well, well let's take a look. The, the, the last time we did unite was after nine eleven. We did unite as a people. Yeah. No, nobody questioned anything, and it led us into a bloody war in the wrong country. That's cost thousands of well, when you, of lives. Well, when you say that nobody power. questioned anything, that's not entirely true. But most most did not. Here's, here's the problem. Most did not question. You know, people give Hillary a lot of crap for her voting for the Iraq war, but what was she mm-hmm. supposed to do? She got, the, so maybe, she got uh-huh. the intel that the White House presented her, which was, you know, yellow cake in front of the U.N. and, and weapons of mass destruction slam ready dunk. to go. It's a, a slam, slam dunk. dunk. Yeah. So how, how does she, at that point, vote against the war? You have to be a hardened liberal anti-war person like Bernie Sanders to, yeah, to Bernie not, to, 2020 yeah to vote against to vote against what we think is an imminent threat to this country you know it's it's very easy so how about for maybe to, maybe the next imminent threat is going to be the climate maybe it's going to get so bad that it'll you know snap people awake and then there'll be some unity around but, it but maybe that's Maybe it's going to be a natural disaster instead of a man-made disaster. It's already happening, and, and, and it's not doing a damn thing. Because, because yeah, but it's it's too it's too like oh the weather's bad. There's tornadoes, but it's like it's it's still sporadic. You still have good days, you know. It, but here's the thing: it, it it doesn't matter what the average person thinks about climate change. The people that are <laughs> pun intended here, the people that are going to best be able to weather climate change are the people yeah. that are profiting off of climate change, the oil companies and the rich. Um, we know that severe climate change is going to disproportionately affect poor people, people who can't not survive the radical changes. The people that are going to do fine, the people that are going to make it through, prosper, and, 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 and move society forward during, during radical climate change are the people that are already in position to do so, the very, very rich. So what incentive do they have to change anything? They're making billions of dollars every quarter. They're making money hand over fist, and they're not going to suffer the, the bad effects of doing it. I mean, as long as people have their smartphones and their Netflix, you know, the opiate for the masses, things are not going to really change. But as, as people, you know, shit turn, things can turn really fast. You know, look at any natural disaster. Andrew or Katrina or whatever, but like, if people aren't starving, then there's not going to be riots in the street. Right. There's not going to be, you know, for the most part, there's not going to be looting. You know, you can still go to the store, get your food, you still got power, 
You still got your internet, you got your whatever is your stupidest show of the day, like Dancing with the Stars or whatever. As long as you have that, then people are going to But I, I don't, I don't want to put it all on the people. Yes, the people bear responsibility, and, and I wish more people were informed and looked for information themselves. Sometimes it's not easy to find. Go, go find it. I, I wish more people did that, but again, they're getting constantly barraged with stuff every day. I can't really blame the average person for wanting to find some solace and some entertainment. I mean, we all have. Not really we all have. It's just the people don't give a shit. Well, as long, now I'm saying, I'm not just saying entertainment. I'm saying that is as long as it's not really tough. As long as people like are literally not starving. Like, they have even a shitty place to go, and they have some food. You know, I mean, what was it? I don't know. I don't know was it the yep. French Revolution where people were starving and they were storming the Bastille? Is that, my history is terrible. But, <laughs> um, but the, I believe it was Mel, Mel Brooks as the piss boy. I don't know. It's going to be a very delayed, it's gonna be a very delayed reaction. I mean, it, it's already happening. There are there are people that are, are are already being affected by climate change, and and it's the the problem is it's the people that the average Trump voter and the average American don't want to look at, and it's the very poor and the very brown. Um, it's that's who's who's well. There you being go. Affected there, there's by a solution right there. Now. Don't be poor and don't be brown. That's it. Problem solved. But, but eventually it will make its way up. And eventually it's going to make itself up into to the lighter shade on the, on the color scale of, of, of human beings. Uh, and then, so what you're saying is that as long as you're albino, you are set. You are fine. <laughs> well, just stay Who's going to make out the best? The rich albino. <laughs> is Edgar Winter still alive? <laughs> <laughs> is he rich? I don't All right, know. On that note. On that note, I want to change gears a little bit because I want to, because I want to bring something to the table. Okay. Just you know, just the stuff that's been kicking around the past couple of weeks. Um, one of the things that I wanted to bring up, and maybe I get your input on this, but like a couple of weeks ago, the wife and I went to the craft show, uh, the like the arts and craft show at uh, downtown Baltimore. Have you ever been to one of these? Uh, I have been, I think, to like the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. Okay, yeah, it yeah. doesn't matter. They're all the same, right? We used to go to the Winter Park Art Festival, and I think they're generally the same. Like, you have these booths, and there's, like, a lot of cool stuff. Can I, can I ask one question? And paint. Can I ask one question before yeah. you continue? Did you go there to get laid? Because really, that's the only reason to go. No, I enjoy those things. Okay, and there goes there's any really you might get from this podcast. <laughs> no, dude. There's some really cool stuff. They have, like, all kinds of weird, sometimes really deranged art, like... Sometimes there's some really tortured souls at these things. Like, okay. Like okay. these real. I mean, I mean, there's some cool stuff. I mean, like half of it was like clothing and jewelry, and I'm not interested in that shit. But like, right. there's really cool, like, handcrafted stuff, and people take build these like weird steampunk things. And okay, these things so this was this was more of an arts festival. To me, there's a little bit difference between like an art festival and craft. Like, an art festival is what you're describing. Craft is somebody painted on a piece of wood, bless this mess, you know, and, and they want you to hang it in their house. <laughs> I mean, everyone I've been to, there's always been some just amazing creations. It's like, you know, like, and then just if it's like a whole thing, like really 
cool, you know, crystal vases and all these different colors. Like, it's like, they're, you know, it's also, it's like stimulating, like, for the, the eyes or whatever. But I mean, there's like, I think there's lame shit, but then there's cool stuff. There's no, like, no velvet Elvis. No, no dogs no, play but, poker. Nothing. Okay. Just check it. No, no. I think, I, it sounds like you haven't been to a good one. <laughs> like I said, I've been to the Coconut Grove Arts Festival. That's, 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 that's very good. But you threw me off because you said craft. And, and to me, again, there's a difference between art and craft. Okay. So. Okay. Because this was, was just called, okay, like I've been to the Winter Park Arts Festival, but then this was called, I think, the Baltimore Arts and Craft Convention. Okay. okay. But there was just a lot of beautiful stuff. I cool. Mean, a lot of like. Okay. That, that, oh. That's cool. I'm digging that. So continue. But, um, so, the wife had bought advanced tickets. It was like 15 bucks a piece, whatever. And so, it was like, uh, well, we're going to go down there for a couple hours, push the kid around. It was a Saturday afternoon, you know, late morning, early afternoon. So, we'll, we'll go down there for a couple hours before the kid, she has a nap. And we go down there, and we get down, we're driving, like, looking for a parking spot. And there's this line around the block. And I mean, like, this is a, this is a street front of the convention center this is a really fucking long line around the block and I'm like oh my god look I'm like we're not waiting that line I don't know what that is but that's the Arts and Grass Festival we are not standing in that line I like forget it turn around and so we get down there and we're trying to figure out how to go in and like what they're like and then and they're like okay so, okay, so, so here's the first thing is that people saw us people meaning employees of the convention center Looked at us and we're like, "Oh, you guys go to the Arts and Craft Festival? Oh, no, 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 yeah, yeah. it's around the court." Like, so like, they immediately knew we did not belong in that line. That's my first question. <laughs> so like, immediately we're like, we're lost. We're like, "Well, how did you get to the Arts and Crafts Festival?" And they're like, "Oh, you guys are Arts and Crafts? Oh, yeah, you go another way, this way, that way. You're fine. No line whatsoever. Like, you go up this." Thing. And then I, we're walking by. I asked somebody, well, "What is this?" And she says, "Oh, this is the line for auditions for the Voice." For the Voice. For the voice. Oh, okay. So at the same time as the Arts and Crafts Festival, it was the general call for anybody who wanted to try out for the voice <laughs> and went around the block to convince her. And my question is, why do people look at us and say, oh, yeah, you're for the Arts and Crafts Convention? And I'm like, okay, so we're pushing, it's me and my wife, we're pushing a stroller. We're in our 30s and 40s. I'm trying to be like, so what was it, the baby? Was it our age? What was it's- it that they looked at us and went, oh, Arts and Crafts Festival, right down there? I think it's an age thing. I and I don't know if they have an age limitation because um, I've seen the show. I think maybe a handful of times, like in little batches, like uh, five ten minutes here. Um, yeah. Mainly because a coworker's watching it, and I'm at work uh, watching TV when I should be working probably. But um, it's <laughs> it it seems to me like it trends very young, and I've seen a very big absence of of middle-aged balding men with pushing strollers around <laughs> singing on the voice it's just <laughs> it's not i don't think you're their key demographic okay but uh, that just bothered me a little bit well you know what you should have proven them wrong and gotten in line no we're audition. here for the voice <laughs> i have said no i'm here to audition motherfucker <laughs> i'll be singing and lady no, as gaga fact, <laughs> as a matter of fact it's not me I can't sing, but my baby, my kid, kid she has a beautiful voice. You know, if you... and uh, and so we get to the Arts and Crafts Festival, and the other thing I noticed is that it seemed like I don't know if you're familiar 
with the term, like, like especially with like uh, some of these uh, technology conventions. Hang on one second. The yep. cat is the cat is on the move. Oh, the cat He's is like, interrupting our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. Let us bring you our uh, mascot for this. I'm afraid podcast. that her noise is going to be picked up on the microphone. Hi, hi, baby. But uh, new title for our podcast: is, Pussy Noise. Thank you very much, Pussy Noise. Pussy Noise. Ooh, that doesn't. Yeah, I think I'd rather go with the. Ooh, Pussy Noise. <laughs> hey, I think we. So you ever heard of the, ter- the term booth babe? Yes, yes, I've heard the term booth babe. And usually, in like. Uh, like the technology conference, video game conferences but, are big uh, on that. Ex- yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And uh, I swear that there were a few booth babes at the Arts and Crafts show. Oh wow! Like not not really like like showing cleavage, but like attractive women who were dressed up in conservative, but very looked very nice. Like you know, like some like 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 somebody might look at uh, like uh, you know something some sort of tasteful but you know fancy occasion you know and like an attractive women dressed up in makeup and dresses and not not flaunting anything no, not, nothing really so they're not the out. artists themselves like, correct they, they're there right but they're there to sell the art yeah okay makes sense yeah I thought that was I thought that was a little bit interesting like, like this word of the now that maybe there's been a backlash against booth babes at some of these conventions. Like, they were specifically banned at, like, uh, I can't remember what it was, um, RSA or something. So maybe the booth babes are looking for work, and I'm like, well, we'll do the arts and crafts show. Um, it, well, you have, you got to look at your audience. And your audience, if this is a an art show, and they are selling artists with higher-priced pieces of art, I'm going to assume that, yeah. that some of this stuff is going for hundreds, if not thousands of dollars. Then, I mean, most of the stuff I saw, no, it was like, like the, the high end was like a, a thousand or thousands, but anywhere from like 10 bucks, the average price was like something for like, I mean, like my wife bought some like, a, like, like uh, light, light switch covers for like 20 bucks. Oh, but, okay. Then, you know, all the way up to the thing that was like the thing, the, the pieces that are like a thousand dollars. I mean, you know, it, you're not selling something for no. tens and thousands of well, dollars really at the show. It, like, it, it, it depends, you know. I, I know it's not an art gallery per se, but if yeah. But now were these booth babes though at these places where the price tags were a little higher? I mean, was there a booth babe at the twenty dollar light cover uh, booth? No, I remember there was a booth babe at like one of the I think it was one of the jewelry places. That was probably like hundred or the in the hundreds for the stuff that they sold. It's definitely in the hundreds. I think, you know, depending on who your audience is, and that that's where the the sex comes in. I think for most art that's higher priced, it's going to be a more affluent, probably white male, that is going to buy something that he can slap on the wall and say, "Look, I'm a patron of the arts." And uh, there's nothing like a pretty young woman to separate uh, older white male from his money. I don't know, except it was like, I think it skewed female and it skewed older. Okay. Then I have no idea why they were there. <laughs> not a clue. I mean, I uh, was you know, not complaining. Yeah, of course not. Who would? Well, people would, but not you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't complaining. Maybe just, I don't know. So that, that's just, I wanted to bring that up. And, uh, 
And then I wanted to tell a story. If we have time, I want to tell a story. Wait, we we have we have time. So go. Okay. Please. Um, my my quest, my never-ending quest for obscure and discontinued foods. I don't know if I've ever told you about them. Um, I've no, I've known you to go for some strange things in the past. Uh, I, I kn- what do you, what do you remember? Well, I, I know you, you, you like beer that has like uh, fruit flavor, but not your normal like blue moon citrusy type stuff. Yeah. But like the banana yeah. flavored stuff. You know, I, I, I remember you going absolutely uh, hog wild when Twinkies were gone for a while. And then, ah, and then they, right. they came back, and you just flipped your lid. And as far as I can remember, you were never a big Twinkie eater when we were growing up. Right, but I couldn't exactly. It was I ended the, it up was the, ordering like a chocolate Twinkie from Amazon because I couldn't get a Twinkie. Yeah, it was it was the idea that that you couldn't have something, or it was exceedingly rare <laughs> that you wanted to get. I have gone with you as we've looked for like. Bennigans that supposedly still exist, even though like the, the, the chain is 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 out of business, you know. I th- that is true. I th- so you probably will fly to California to go eat at the last Sambo's if you can. So, all right, say that again. I said you will probably fly to California at some point to go eat at the last Sambo's if you can. Dude, I've I've eaten at the last. Sambo's. Well, there you go. You've eaten at the last Sambo's. Did I not? Did I not tell you that story? I don't think you did. So now you've got two stories. Oh my god! Now I now I got another story. No, when we were on a California trip in '09, we were staying in Santa Barbara, and we were staying at the whatever motel, the Oceanside Motel, like right, like kind of beachfront, and it's surrounded. The property completely surrounded the Sambo Sambo's. Mm-hmm. It is the Sambo. It's the first and last one. It, that it was. It was the first Sambo's. Right. And when they changed the name, they never. They refused to sell that one or whatever. It, and it was. And that's also the last Sambo. So I've been. I have been to the first ever Denny's, and it's still called Sambo's. The very first Denny's is in Santa Barbara. Okay. And I just happened to stumble upon it because the motel we were staying at was right. Was right next to it and I told I, I got Steph to go there and she had no idea and it was it was like the nicest Denny's you've ever seen <laughs> but we, we went there and she loved it I'm like you know it's this Denny's right she's like oh shit I never would have gone there and I know that <laughs> but I have been to the very I have been to the last Sambo's <laughs> even with I was there even, 10 years ago even with the racially charged name it didn't give you pause huh no because it was the last one <laughs> Boy. <laughs> but uh, no, I'm not. I'm not gonna pick it to the last Sambo's. No, we gotta get rid of this last one. <laughs> I'm not saying picket it, but I'm. But I. But like the reason why I wanted to go there was not because it was Santa, it was because it was the first Denny's. Gotcha. Right. But uh, that's like oh, going to the first McDonald's. Uh, I've been to the first Hooters in Clearwater. (laughs) You know what? I've driven by that one because last time I drove by that one, there was a sign in front that said, um, uh, closed for augmentation. Closed for what? Augmentation? Closed for augmentation. (laughs) Yes. Yes. I have driven by the very first. I have driven by the very first. I've I've been there, Uh, and you want to know what? It's exactly like every other Hooters I've been to. (laughs) Shocking. Um, let's see. No, my latest, my, my second latest thing, I'll try to make this one quick. My second latest thing was um, I discovered, it's the most obscure thing. It was um, 
there's Quaker chewy granola bars, and then there's a subset of them that are called dips, which is Quaker chewy granola bars that are dipped in chocolate. Okay. And there's and there's a, I don't know if you have you ever had one of those. I've had a Quaker chewy gran- granola bar, but not the one dipped in chocolate. Uh, so you can go to any grocery store, at least up here. You can go to Walmart or whatever. You can get like the chocolate one or the peanut butter one. And then I'm like, I really like these things. And then I went online. I was like, oh my god, there's other flavors. There's a caramel nut flavor. There's a cookies and cream flavor. And I'm like, well, where the hell? Because and so I ended up. I went to Walmart and I stumbled upon. Like I think it's a Walmart exclusive. And so I got the caramel nut one. I was very excited. You know, just like with the Twinkies in there. I got the caramel. I was like, but I couldn't find the cookies and cream anywhere. And I was like looking everywhere along the website trying to go find a grocery store. I found them on Amazon. It was like, it was like for the longest time, they weren't anywhere, but you could get them on Amazon. But through some, Amazon has a special service. It's like Amazon grocery delivery. It's like you pay, it's like Prime where you pay a hundred bucks a year and then you get to get like a box of groceries delivered to your house. Like that was the only way to get these special things to your house. So I'm like, well, fuck that. I'm not going to do that. Wow. And then finally, after a while, they just became available. Okay. And I was like, okay, so then, well, it was a tough decision because I had to buy, like, a case of these. It's never just, oh, I'm going to buy a six-pack. So I was like, well, I, I spent, like, 20 bucks and I had to get a six-pack of these cookies and cream granola bars. Mm. And so now, right there, it's like, well, what if I don't like them? I'm buying six of them. It's like, you know, so, okay, so I bought them. Yeah, fuck it, I want these. And I got them. I'm like, they're okay. I'll eat them. You know, it's it just like it's it's every every time it's been one of these weird flavors that I can't find anywhere. Okay. Um, it's usually when I get them, there's a reason why. It's like, ah, oh, it's okay. Oh, I forgot to tell you. I one time I drove down to a Kmart like 20 miles south because the website said that this particular Kmart had the cookies and cream. <laughs> And I just and I wanted to get. I discovered why, I discovered why Kmart is going out of business because it's oh, so horrible. It's, they're awful. Not only did they not have, oh, they didn't have the, the cookies and cream rollers. And the guy, I was talking to the guy, he was trying to help me find it. He's like, oh, the website's always wrong. And then I stood in line for twenty minutes, and um, and then actually I wrote a joke because it was such a horrible experience. And I got up to the cash register, and the lady says, "Are you a Kmart rewards?" rewards club member and I said and I was thinking what the hell is the reward for being a frequent Kmart shopper <laughs> besides like low self esteem <laughs> you know um, the reward depression. is we will never tell anybody you came to Kmart <laughs> yeah so like I, I was like really searching for these cookies and creams and finally I found like I found them on Amazon and I spent the 20 bucks I got a case and I was like yeah this is okay and then there was this extra added pressure because I got them in October and they expired in December. I'm like, well, shit, now I'm under pressure to eat them. I have six case, I have six boxes and I have two months. So it's like I'm doing the math. Like I got to eat one bar a day, you know? <laughs> Whatever. So I, I still have like the last, the last box of cookies and cream. And, um, okay, so and the end of the story is... Um, I happened to be... I was looking for the other, some other obscure thing, which is like I like these... Like there's like these weird flavor coffee coconut water, and I was at this. So the cool thing about living somewhere else is you can see all the different chains, right? So there's the Harris, different grocery stores. There's Giants and Harris Teeter, and then they have Shoprite in New Jersey. 
But uh, yeah, the grocery stores are very regional. I. I oh yeah, yeah. I was now, I was visiting the so my mother-in-law who was in the, the rehab center. And there was a Harris Teeter right next to it, and I and I stumbled upon uh, one of these weird coffee coconut waters. And so now I've been like looking at all. The, every time I want one of these, I'm like, I gotta go to Harris Teeter. And so I was like, I was somewhere whatever, and I was like, oh, there's a Harris Teeter. Let me pop in. And what did I see? It's like, ah, oh, shit. They didn't have the coconut waters on the floor, but what did they have? They had the dips variety pack with cookies and cream in it. I'm like, oh my god. <laughs> so like months later and I found it in a grocery uh, store. That was the happiest day of your life. You just re- Not really, replaced your wedding day. Too late. <laughs> yes, including the birth of my child. <laughs> cookies and cream dips. Okay, so. Cookies and cream chewy dips. But that's just an example of like the lengths I go to. Now here's a question for now you. Now I'm gonna. I have a quick question. Okay, because there's a part two to this, but go ahead. Uh, it's, it's an interjection, not about the dips per se, but about your your pursuit yeah. of, of of rare food items. Now, do you every Halloween buy a box of Frankenberry, Count Chocula, Booberry, uh, Fruity, uh, Mummy, whatever that Mummy one is, and the no. and the werewolf? No, because I never liked them to begin with. Oh, I, I, that's what I want to know. Do you have to like something first, or is just the fact that it's rare enough for you to like it? So it's, it's usually something that I like already, and it's like it's a flavor that it's either a flavor uh, that I've never had, or it's something that I already like, and then suddenly I can't get. Right. Because like I did it like with Cliff Bars. I was looking for a weird flavor of Cliff Builders, and I already, I love the Cliff Builders. I was looking for a weird flavor of dips. I love the dips. It's usually the Twinkies was more like. I can't have one. I haven't had one in years. I've had, it, it was just more like I really like to have one before they go away kind of thing. You know? Right. Okay. Okay. So. But uh, it's mostly stuff that I really like. Okay. So this brings me to the latest thing. Okay. Which is for the past couple years, I have like, there's these things called Lipton sparklers or Lipton sparkling beverages. Okay. It's, it's iced tea. Actually, I'm not even sure if it has tea in it, but it's it's a Lipton carbonated drink that came in four. I say came, not comes. Came in four flavors, and um, up until recently, you could get them. I could, I had been drinking for a couple of years. And I love them. I was drinking them. They had them like at the old job in the cafeteria, and they had them at you know the like the grocery store on the corner from the new place. Okay. And uh, I love these things, and I kept them stocked. And then, like, I went to the grocery store recently, and I couldn't find them. Like, I found one that was, like, ex- almost expired. And I was like, okay. And then I noticed I couldn't find them anywhere. And I started looking online and realizing that I think they've discontinued them. And I started to panic. And then I started, like, go crazy and, like, like looking everywhere. And, like, this was just, like, last week. Like, like apparently the last place on – by the way, I want you to go to Target. Probably not there, but I guess, uh, I guess there's no point. But I was uh, I was going online. Apparently, the last place they were supposedly sold was Target. So I was going to the Target website, looking at like because you could type in your zip and it would tell you like well uh, what stores it would still have them in stock. Okay. And I, I and so you know, basically realized that this is one of my favorite drinks and that it's been discontinued. And I started to panic and like really try to find these goddamn things. I was calling around to different Targets. I was like looking on the websites, trying to find a target that was carrying, you know. Okay. And um, abs- having absolutely no luck, I found 
a case of these, a case of one flavor, is on sale on eBay for three hundred dollars. What? <laughs> now, I, there's no way in hell I'm spending three hundred dollars on a case of these unless I win the Powerball, because that's just ridiculous. <laughs> or, right? or unless your wife's not checking the bank account. <laughs> <laughs> potato, potato. Yeah. But uh, I can't. There's other things I want for three hundred dollars. Yeah. Right. But uh, like, I really could not find these things, and I'm like, well. I started check, I said, well, what the hell? Check Walgreens. I checked the Walgreens website. Okay. Uh, and um, it said they had them a couple. So, like, one day last week on lunch, I went to Walgreens. And I drove to, like, two different Walgreens. And, I, you know, again, the website said they had them. Like, of course, they didn't have them. You know, pissed off. You know, have, they all, like, two different employees trying to find them for me. It's like, I mean, you know, this is like a mission for me. And I can't fucking find these things. And, like, it's like the last gasp of these are still in the store, you know? So are you going to buy them and then go sell them on eBay for $300? Well, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like I couldn't even fucking find them to even resell them on eBay. No, but, okay, but what so, will you do? <laughs> that's the question. You wanted to drink well, that's them. A good, that's, a, <laughs> but. that's a very good question. That's a very good question. No, I'm not doing this for the resale. I'm doing this because I want to drink them. <laughs> I understand. But let me tell you something. If you have a... <laughs> If you have a chance to sell for $200, you might want to rethink that. That's a <laughs> like how bad do you really want that drink? Uh, except I don't see I don't see that case with $300 going anywhere. So I don't think it it promised it was never popular. Okay, I tell you what. You find one bottle, okay? And you set that bottle in front of you and you call me and tell me you uh-huh. got that bottle. I will offer you $20 right there and th- then and there for you to mail that bottle to me so you don't get to drink it. Darren? Yes. It's a shame that you did not let me finish my story. Oh, okay. <laughs> because I would like you to send me twenty dollars. Oh. Let me finish my story. You're jumping to you're jumping to conclusions now. So, as I was saying, last week I was calling around the targets, and this was on Monday, and I called a target down south. It was like it was like thirty minutes south of me. And like close to DC. Okay. And the website said that they had them. And I called him. I said, The website says you have them. The guy said, Well, let me check on the back. He goes, No, we don't have any of the peaches, but we have a whole bunch of raspberry ones. Remember, there's four flavors. He's like, We have a whole bunch of raspberry ones. I'm like, Okay, well, thanks for checking for them. And I was going to go down there that very Monday on lunch, but then like I ended up going to lunch with the boss. Okay. Okay. Like, and then Tuesday, I work from home. And you know, I turned like, Wednesday rolls around. It's lunchtime. I'm like, Nothing much going on. I have no after. I have an afternoon meeting at two thirty. It's about twelve thirty. I'm thinking. Now this is after I had driven around the previous day to two different Walgreens and had zero luck. And I'm like, like, well, the guy said they were there. I was really hemming and hawing. I'm like, should I? Should not? I don't know if I can make it there. It's a half hour. It's at least thirty minute drive one way. I got a meeting in two hours. I'm like, what the hell am I gonna do? It's my lunchtime. And I get in the car. And I get in there, and what you think about Washington traffic is that Washington traffic is notorious to be backed up. There's like like two main roads up and down. Yeah. It's like you always run into traffic. It's like it says the road's clear, right? I'll risk it. And I go down there, and for the most part, I didn't run any traffic. It's great. And I get down there. I get, this is College Park, Maryland. It's like a 35 minute drive. Shoots <laughs> out south. And I get down there, and it's a Target. It's not a normal Target. It's a Target Express, which means it's like a tiny Target. Smack dab in the middle of the University of Maryland. Wow. And I got a little bit nervous because, like, I thought I was going to have trouble parking. I had to do a couple, a little bit of circling. Remember, the clock is ticking. 
right? And I get down there, and I find out, like, I go to the side street, okay, I find some parking in the street, and I go in. And I, I'm, I'm getting nervous, right? Because first of all, I'm low, I gotta make all these stuffs. I haven't eaten lunch. I haven't, I'm really low on gas. I know I have to stop for gas. I know I gotta somehow get some food or something. And I have to make it back for my 2.30 meetings. I get in this Target, and I'm looking around, I find the drink aisle, and there's nothing, nowhere. Shit, and there's a vendor standing. I'm like, you happen to remember the Lipton Spark? He's like, well, no, I'm not the Lipton guy. Lipton's Pepsi. Well, the Pepsi guy, he's right there. And the guy, the other guy comes. He's like, hey, this guy's looking for Lipton Sparkling. And he's like, it's funny you should mention that because I just took them off the shelf. They're sitting in my cart. Right? I had literally walked in when the vendor was there and had removed them from the shelf. Wow. And he was getting ready to leave with them. <laughs> and it was a case. It was ten cans, and he's like, he's, and he's like, the reason I'm removing them is because they're expired. They were, and I looked at them, and they were only expired by about two weeks. Okay. And two weeks in, is nothing for expiration. Right. Things will last, my like for months, for months and months being expired, with the exception of milk. Maybe, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, but like any sort of beverage. Food, like yeah, I've 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 kept around a case of sun chips that I bought at like Sam's Club or something. I kept them around for a year after the expiration date. These individually wrapped ones, and every week I would eat another one just to see. And I not, they weren't really great at the end. I fit, but I finished that goddamn case, and I did not get food. And and, in fact, I actually saw a report on this. I can't remember where, but there's like no even uniformity to to expiration dates that's i mean you'll see it there's the use by there's the sell by and there's the best buy date and there's 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 no it's yeah. it's it's yeah no, no, no. it's a it's hodgepodge a, it's way to do it i would say so this guy he said well the reason why he said well after they're expired they the, the tastes start to change i think that's funny and so there was i got almost a full case of the last Raspberry sparkling Liptons on the fucking planet, and they're in a dented, a dented can. I'm looking, at them, I'm taking that fucking dented can, <laughs> and I got it. And they were on, so they were like a dollar each. They were like a dollar twenty-seven cents each or something like. And uh, and I got and I had my and I got I got in the car. I'm like, oh, I'm cracking with it. I still right now. And I got home. Oh, but then it was like I was sweating, right? Because then I had to get back off, and I made it with like five minutes to spare. I like drove through McDonald's. I stopped and I got gas, and I got back to the office just in time for my meeting. And right now in my refrigerator, I have nine unopened cans of Lipton Raspberry Sparkling Iced Tea, one of which is going into the mail for you, and you're sending me twenty dollars, motherfucker. Why are you not fucking selling that shit on eBay? If you, because if, I want to drink nine goddamn cans, make it eight goddamn cans of Lipton Sparkling. It was they're delicious. They were all my favorite drinks. And you know what? I have nine of them. Nine, nine, nine of them. <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna space it out. Like maybe have one a week or something. But uh, after all that effort, I drove an hour round trip to get. <laughs> Most of a case of an expired <laughs> Raspberry Lipton Sparkling Ice Tea. Boy, I thought I was bad with and, my uh, Star Wars collecting, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> I, make, I really, really like those drinks. I know, but I, for me, it's like I, I do I do something similar. I, I, I Star Wars collect for the zero listeners that we have. I, um, I've been collecting Star Wars since I was five. So I have a lot of 
original stuff. Most of it beat to hell because I was a kid and I played with it. But, you know, I've been collecting Star Wars stuff my entire life. And so I make uh, a trip once a week, a two-hour drive from my work to my home. And along the way, I will sometimes stop at various Walmarts to see if they have uh, any items. <laughs> and so I've gotten to know different Walmarts and different areas of South Florida, from Homestead all the way up to, to St. Lucie. I, I know quite a few Walmarts. And uh, a lot of times I, I, I crap out, but every once in a while I get something that, that isn't uh, readily available. And sometimes my two-hour trip takes three and a half hours to do because I've stopped at three Walmarts along the way. But, yeah. Oh, I remember. I remember. I remember we used to st- I used to stop at the Toys R Us's around 10, remember? Yeah, but, I mean, it's... It, the, the funny thing is, it's it's it's. Are they still in business, by the way? Toys R Us, yeah. They, they, yeah, they, okay. yeah, they're they're still they're still. Yeah, business. that's right. Yeah, that's, a, that's right. This is a babies R Us right here. Yeah, so. yeah, they're still in in, in business. Uh, everything else toy related is out of business. Uh, KB Toys is gone. Uh, Lionel Play World, if you remember that, uh, Children of the Eighties. Yeah, the Lionel Play World was a big one growing up. Uh, they're out of business. I read something weird about KB Toys, and I can't remember the story. But I read about it, and I was like, there was there was some weirdness about it. Uh, but damn it, I wish I could remember. I can one. tell you my personal experience with KB Toys and how I think I'm personally somehow involved with their destruction and their downfall. Um, <laughs> so I was ha- I was hired by KB Toys not once, but twice. I was hired by KB Toys twice. The first time I was hired was at the KB Toys in what was then the Cutleridge Mall. And I was still in college. It was college age. And uh, I wanted, you know, some part-time work. I I had a part-time job. I wanted another one. And I was a toy collector. So I figured, hey, let me go to a toy store. I can get the jump on some of the stuff as it comes in. Um, So I got hired. And my first... uh, day to report to work I believe was August 25th 1992 and if anybody in the Homestead South Florida area knows that time <laughs> August 24th 1992 was something called Hurricane, Hurricane Andrew, Andrew. <laughs> which completely and totally destroyed the Cutler Ridge Mall uh, and the KB Toys yeah. inside so needless to say, I never worked there at that time. The second time I got hired by KB Was Toys it September 10th, 2001? No, it was not September 10th, 2001. Uh, I don't remember the exact date, but it was uh, shortly before they went out of business. Uh, again, <laughs> I was looking for a change, and uh, somebody's was an assistant manager that says, hey, I can get you in KB Toys. And so I'm like, sure. I went and I applied. I interviewed. I got the job. They wanted to make me uh, assistant manager. And I'm thinking at that time, hey, 40 hours a week, assistant manager, not bad. But found out that assistant managers were only part-time, which means they'd work you about 36 hours a week, almost full-time, but not enough to have to give you any benefits or any decent pay. And I uh, mm-hmm. looked at the numbers, and it was just something I could not do. I was like, yeah, as much as I appreciate the offer, that's not something I can take. I need to be full-time. And uh, so I turned it down, and I want to say within a year or so, 
they were out of business completely. So I personally want to take uh, uh, credit for, for destroying KB Toys. They've hired me twice, and it has not been good for them either time. So I think I'm the reason they're down. Not Walmart or Amazon or anything like that. Not, you know, major outlets selling toys cheaper and quicker than KB. I, no, it was me personally being hired by them twice and, and destroying the entire company. So Awesome. Yeah. You're welcome, America. <laughs> Unless you really love KB Toys, and then I'll say sorry about that. I might. I think I might have one or two things that I bought from KB Toys. Yeah, we. You probably do. I mean, you were. I know. There in the '90s, you were you were big into into a lot of the X Men, Marvel stuff, Simpson stuff. So you probably had to have. No, no, I, no. Simpson. I didn't even start Simpsons until I was living in Melbourne, like in ooh, oh, it was like uh, 2000, 2001. It was before that stuff even came out. The Playmate Simpsons. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It was. No, that was late. That was late. So shit. But you did do the Marvel. <sighs> you did a lot of the Toy Biz Marvel stuff. The X-Men stuff. Yeah, like, was, back when there was, like, so few of them, man. Now it's just a glut of them. Yeah, but you want to know something? The, the sad thing is that there's a glut, but if you haven't looked at toys recently, they're very, very nice. Uh, they, they still have the more affordable, kind of cheaper-made um, uh, stuff for, for, for kids, and then they have the really, really high-end stuff for, for adult collectors, um, you know, like sideshow and hot toys and things like that that cost you know quite a bit of money but Hasbro has gotten onto the $20 price point action figure for both Marvel they call it the Marvel Legends and for Star Wars it's called the Star Wars Black Series and these are um, they're six inch figures they're, they're, they're bigger than their your standard mm. you know, three or five inch they're six-inch fingers with multiple points of articulation. And uh, they're really, for the most part, uh, well-sculpted uh, and well-done well figures. I mean, you get a few misfires, um, either because of the paint job just doesn't look quite right or the, the, the molding on the face doesn't look quite like the, the character or the actor. But uh, you get you get a lot of them that are really, really nice. I, um, I got a, a Snowtrooper one. Uh, for, for the Empire Strikes Back in, uh, at a GameStop. GameStop sells a, a lot of these figures now. And uh, it was in... Oh, yeah, it was in, They're on their way out, too. Yeah, it was, in, it was in a banged up box, and so they had it discounted for like half off. It was like 10 bucks instead of 20 So I'm like, hey, 10 bucks, I'll, I'll buy it, and I'll actually take one out and play with it. I'm, I'm tend to... Ooh. Yeah, I, I tend to be the collector that does not like to open his Heresy. toys. But this one, I've, in my history, I've literally opened one box yeah. in all the history. I opened like one. I had a double. <laughs> I remember, remember the day we had to like buy doubles of Simpsons because yep. you need the UPC to send away for the whatever Homer. Uh-huh. And I, I opened up like one of my doubles for. Yeah. Oh man. Well, this one, this one was a banged up box, so the the the, the, um, the value for keeping it in the box was diminished because it, it had a pretty severe crushing on the yeah. side. So I figured this was a perfect one to open and. It's a nice, nice figure. Very well sculpted, very well done. Uh, the joints are a little, little, little stiff, a little hard to move. But once you kind of get it posed and stuff like that, it's, it's, it's cool. 
it's good stuff. Uh, they're, they're doing some nice stuff. And the Marvel line, I don't collect Marvel just because I can't buy a whole bunch of lines at $20 per figure. But the Marvel line's really nice as well. They've got some some really interesting, and they do a lot of variants and stuff like that too. That that. All right. Well, when I get divorced and my kids are in college, I'll have I'll, be have, to, I'll have to look those up. No, wait. When they're out of college, when my kids are out of college. Yeah. I'll have to uh, circle back around. Yeah, uh, that's as long as there's a thing called eBay, I'll n- it'll never be out of. This is out of, this out of is reach, very you know? true. This is very true. And um, now, do you think? I wonder. I wonder if I'll, I'll still have any sparkling raspberries left. Um, if they do, it'll be like that video of the guy that drank the thirty-year-old Crystal Pepsi. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you'll drink it and then. Yeah, what I'm thinking. Should I? That brings me to the next question. Is I was thinking I would leave one. I would leave one unopened. What do you think? Um, if you think you could sell it to some other schmuck for 20 bucks, go for it. <laughs> no, I mean, just because... I guess I should just, like, drink them all but save one of the cans or something. Do you, like no, but, but here's why. Is it... Well, you can save the can, but if you don't plan... if I don't think it's going to be something that's going to really have a lot of resale value once it's expired. I think people, if they are paying more for it, it's because it's been discontinued and they want to drink them before they're gone, so they're paying more to drink them. But I don't... Like the one that that case on eBay, in the it has a close-up picture, and the production date was over a year ago for that case on eBay. But here's the question. Did they sell it, or were they just asking that for it? No, it's still there. You can go in there right now. Not right now. Yeah. But when you get... You could go onto eBay and look up Lipton Sparkling. No, but it would be a three hundred dollar case. But I can, I can, I can, I can put my belly button lit on eBay for three hundred bucks. It doesn't mean people are paying that. No. That's my point. Is that no, nobody's gonna buy. Right. It. Well, but here's the question: Are they paying a hundred dollars for it? I are they paying? Are they paying above market value for the for these for these drinks? Yeah, I think I think it's been too long, and I think it's it's too niche. Well, item. yeah, exactly. I, I, unless, like I said, someone's desperate to drink them, there's no really no point in, in, in you know, it's not going to be. I don't see it being a collectible. It's not like an unopened box no. of C3POs from the 1980s, which will have value because of Star right. Wars collectors. I don't think there's a, uh, a Lipton sparkling drink fan club out there that's just going to. Ah, but maybe there should be. Maybe you should start. Maybe I should start. Maybe, you know what? Maybe Uh, this podcast will be the introduction to that. Maybe we should name our podcast the Lipton Sparkling Drink Hour. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. I'm afraid that uh, there might be a certified letter being sent to us. I don't. Cease and desist. You know, maybe if we're giving them free advertising, they just might want to shut their pie hole. <laughs> you know, if we're not disparaging their product but singing the praises, and you know, they might want to just kind of say, "Hey, let them run with this." You know. So, uh, I'm, I'm, Lipton sparkling I'm, good time, unless, good time hour. Unless one of the hosts, you know, vocally says that he went to Sambo's to eat, you know, may, that might cause some <laughs> some flashbacks. Oh my god. Some, some, uh... Jeez, that was years ago. <laughs> I was a reckless youth then. We could we could be the Quaker Chewy Dips uh, podcast. Yeah, you 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 were at Sambo's with with your friends uh, Steve Bannon and Jeff Sessions and. Uh... <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> you had the the old country breakfast. 
I mean, like the the rules don't apply anymore. Basically, you can you can make fun of disabled people and talk about here's the, uh, sexually assaulting women, and you know that's that's but here, you can be president. Here's, hey. here's the funny thing: the rules still do apply. They just applied like they always did, which is if you're rich and famous, the rich. they don't apply to you. They apply to everybody else, and that's something I have been noticing on these. Uh, I notice it a lot. There are people. No, hold on a second. You're wrong, dude. Because remember the owner of the it was like the Clippers or something. He got caught being recorded talking to his, which was very confusing. It was his black mistress saying he didn't want her to bring black people around. So I was a little bit confused there. Yeah, that was. But that was he the... got caught and he had to sell the team. Yes, they, he had to sell the team. But let me tell you something. He had to sell the team because he was an unpopular owner that had a bad team in a big market. If he had been a profitable owner, if he had been one of those owners that had put down a good product that was making the league money, they would have given him a slap on the wrist. They would have sent him to some type of you know sensitivity training course, maybe suspended him for a <laughs> while, and he'd be back out there. It was the fact that Donald Sterling was an asshole that nobody in the NBA liked that had a big market team, L.A., and continually put down a, put out a substandard product that was not making the NBA the money they think they should have been making. And that's why he So the end, it's about money. It's always about and money. And he, it's always, but you're, rich old white yeah, dude. But, but, but uh, you're seeing this. The, the Trump administration has emboldened a lot of people to think that they can just speak freely now about some of these very sensitive subjects and not suffer social consequences for doing it. Now, obviously, I believe in free speech, but the First Amendment only guarantees you won't be prosecuted by the government. It doesn't mean that either A, you won't lose your job, or B, somebody won't punch you in the face. Uh, (laughs) um, There's been... Some, but now in a whole second though. But if you're a boxer, then if somebody punches in the face, you're not losing your job. Uh, yes, but if you're if you're Richard Spencer, uh, you can get punched in the face and people will laugh at you. <laughs> Wait, who's Richard Spencer? Uh, that was that the, that was like the white yeah, supremacist who got the, punched yeah, or something. Yeah, the alt right white supremacist. Yes, the the hail Trump guy. That's him. Ah, okay. Uh, um, okay. But I, I'm right, seeing a lot I, of. Two minute warning. I gotta, I gotta wrap things up. It's getting okay. late. So uh, this, this is this will be my final thought on, on this. I, I've seen what I was kind of saying leading to is I've seen a lot of Trump supporters uh, thinking that that freedom to say whatever they they want in public, no matter how potentially problematic it is socially, applies to them now because their man does it, so they can do it as well. And there's a lot of people that have lost jobs now or been socially castigated for doing so. So they've got to remember it's not okay for everybody to do it. If they don't have the power and the fame and the money, they can't do it. It doesn't apply to them, just like it never did. Well, we've now reached the end of the Lipton Sparkling Quaker Chewy Dips uh, Good Time Podcast. Switching Dicks Pussy Whispering Podcasts. Yoda Race. Yoda, Yoda Species, whatever other things we've called it. We'll, 
we'll hammer down a name sometime in the next uh, few years. But uh, for tonight, uh, quite possibly, uh, yeah, maybe not. Again, might be the running game. Why don't we? Why don't we name our podcast after every discontinued product? This is this has been the uh, the Nabisco Blueberry Hour. <laughs> this has been the Zima Crystal Pepsi. <laughs> Bartles and James Wine Cooler Hour. <laughs> New Coke. Which has actually lasted like an hour and a half, which is, you know, even funnier. So, well, let's wrap that up so you can go to sleep. Uh, I'm almost yeah. to my house. You managed to take me through the nice Perfect. trip, so thank you for that. And now at, at some point you're going to say, oh, dude, I had, it hasn't been recording. <laughs> oh, dude, it hasn't been recording. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, with that, my name is Darren. And this is Ted. And we will see you uh, next time on whatever we've called this. Good night. Uh, Nanu Nanu.